Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Let's get ready and have some fun for your ride home. Mark Aram and his pals with you till 8 in the p.m. we got a fun show tonight. Little Sanjay is going to join us with a fast food review. Got a local uh, story I want to update with uh, Christian Jennings in just a minute. But I got breaking news. This might even border on real breaking news, not Mark Aram show breaking news, Longoria. Where is heck? Obviously, the world's been in a tizzy. Well, not the world. North America has been in a tizzy about the new Popeye's chicken sandwich. It is no longer available, guys. We were one of the last few to sample this crazy chicken sandwich. Popeye's has discontinued the sandwich. This is the latest from Twitter, from Popeye's official account. It says, y'all. A lot of pictures of the chicken and the sandwich. Lines crazy still to like 5 in the morning. Headlines wrapped around all around the corner. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. When you get like 5 million people, 6 million people on social media talking about this sandwich is good. What? They say no. they are sold We're out. We sold out of chicken sandwich. We sold out in four hours. Popeye says they will be back soon and for good i don't know i don't know this is this is the breaking news the popeye's chicken sandwich the infamous popeye's chicken sandwich that everyone's raving about is no longer available so if you were a fan of popeye's regular fried chicken and why wouldn't you be you can go down and get with no lines it'll be fine yeah I don't know if it's coming back or not. I guess they have to. Yeah. But will it be the same? I, I heard that they were, like, trying to get other vendors so they could... That he just literally ran out of chicken. Yeah. So they could get, you know, more chicken, more sandwiches. You know what this world will never run out of? Enchiladas. That is true. There will never be a rush on enchiladas. So I just want to pass... Well, there'll be a rush, but they won't run out. There you go. I just want to pass that information on to you. All right. So what I want to talk about to start off the show tonight is... Uh, this crazy accident that happened yesterday while I was sleeping in the in the traffic center, uh, the 75 North Acres Mill crash. I'm going to play some audio here, Longoria. Whoa, not the Popeyes audio. No more Popeyes. We're done with you, buddy. Um, this was Veronica Harrell and the traffic team once uh, this 75 Acres Mill cob crash broke. A pickup truck has flown off of the Acres Mill Bridge and onto 75 southbound. I'm sure you, you heard about it this morning on Atlanta's Morning News, or maybe you were stuck in the backup yesterday. We're getting more information about that crazy crash in Cobb County. Uh, Christian Jennings from Channel 2 Action News has been covering the story this uh, afternoon for TV joins us. Christian, how are you? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? Excellent. So what have we learned today that we didn't know yesterday about this crazy crash? Well, we really found out just some bad news because I got to sit down with uh, the victim's fiance. Her name's Carlia Hammond, and she actually lives here in Dallas. That's where we are now. We just did a live shot for the newscast. And um, he was her uncle's main caretaker. Apparently, um, he was on his way to pick up her uncle. 
um, his fiance's uncle from a dialysis appointment. Apparently, this guy took her uncle to dialysis appointments uh, multiple times a week to doctor's appointments. He acted as his caretaker. Um, so that's what he was doing when this crash occurred there um, on Anchors Mill Road and 75. And we also know his name now, 33-year-old Dennis Favre. Apparently, he's originally from Louisiana, but he's lived here in Georgia uh, for about four years now. When we see when we see what happened yesterday, the accident scene. The question is, um, as a traffic reporter, as as a commuter, what happened? What exactly happened? Do we know yet what exactly happened and why it happened? We definitely don't know the cause or why, but you know, um, we have heard from Cobb County Police and and now from a witness, and we'll get into that in a minute. But that um, this driver, uh, Mr. Farr, was was traveling north on seventy five. He got off. And he was by himself, but he got off on the HOV exit ramp there at Acres Mill Road for whatever reason. And, um, you know, and, and went around apparently a car that was parked waiting to turn left onto Acres Mill Road. But went up the ramp around that car that was parked, just plowed through that concrete retainer wall, which is just crazy. And as we saw in the videos, you know, landed nose first there um, on the interstate and thankfully didn't hit any other vehicles because it landed in that that huge median that's there right there on 75 in the northbound uh, section. So as far as the cause, though, you know, whether whether he was confused about where he was or whether it was something else, we just don't know. But I did talk to a witness say that the guy that was in that car parked there on the HOV ramp with his wife waiting to turn left onto Acres Mill. He told me that um, he estimates the truck was going 70 to 80 miles per hour when it swerved around him. Yeah, let me let me play that audio. This is from Christian Jennings' report just now on Channel 2 Action News, the witness to the Acres Mill crash. Something goes by us, and we look, and it was a, a truck driving, I'm guessing between 70, 80 miles an hour. He, he was coming up the hill, and he came around us. He, the guy actually steered around us, keep from hitting us, and he was within about a foot of, of actually rear-ending us. See, when I hear that, uh, that, that to me takes off, you know, the first possibility that I thought was like a medical emergency. Maybe the driver had a heart attack, and but if he steered around a parked car... That leads me to believe that might not have been the case. Talking to Christian Jennings from Channel 2 Action News, uh, the the victim was Dennis Farb, 34 years old, and uh, you, Christian, talked to his fiance, Carlia Hammond. Uh, how's her How's her mental state right now? How is she coping with all of this? It's been really difficult for her. You know, she broke down in tears multiple times during our interview, which is just so tough. I mean, as soon as I walked in, I just gave her a big hug. I mean, what else can you do? You know, what can you say? Um, she's struggling. She has a 13-year-old daughter, and she said that, you know, Mr. Favre treated her daughter as his own. Um, they actually met online several years ago, and he was living in Louisiana. He moved here, and they never returned. You know, they've been living together, and they fell in love, and he was just such a giving, um, selfless person, she says. So this has definitely been hard for them, and now they're trying to figure out how they're going to, you know, pay for you know, funeral costs, that sort of thing. They have a GoFundMe set up, but it's been tough. And she also said, and she, and she wanted me to make sure I relate this. She said it's been difficult, even more difficult, the grieving process, because she's having to see people speculating what they think may have caused sure, sure. on social media. She's seen people saying this had to be an intentional crash. And she's like, you know, you can't speculate that. She, she believes there's just no way that's the case. 
and she just wishes that people would have respect and and know that their words matter that, and that, that their family that leaves- members reading this. Yeah, no doubt. That leads me on my next question, Christian. Uh, the Cobb County investigation, what's what's the process now? Where are they in that investigation? And what do you think will maybe know additional information on this? You know, we're not sure. I've requested the police report and I've been asking multiple questions, but they just haven't been answering those questions yet. They're just saying it's still under investigation. So I, we don't know yet what the cause was or what his mindset was or, you know, what exactly happened on the interstate leading up to this crash. You know, all we have right now is is um, piecing together what witnesses have told us. Gotcha. Kristen Jennings from Channel 2, thank you so much. I wish uh, we had a better story to get you on the show. Maybe next time it'll be a more, a more lighthearted topic, but great job covering that, and thanks for joining us. No, thanks. There he is, uh, Christian Jennings from uh, Channel 2 Action News. That's a... I'm not going to... You know, the fiancé doesn't want to speculate, but... Eh. I mean, what? Usually, I think it's a medical emergency. It reminds me of that's what I thought when I first heard. Yeah, but I, could he but have he's the, young? You know, yeah, but I mean, that's you know, there's a young. Look at me, I'm youngish, and I'm you know, right. I could have a medical emergency right now, obviously. Uh, but I thought of the. Were you guys here for the Bluffton bus crash? Where, I remember that. So. Yeah, I remember that. So you know, you've come down 75 south into Midtown before. Okay. And there's that exit to the left to Northside Drive. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bus carrying a baseball team that thought that was the the through lane. And they went off the exit over Northside Drive and back onto the freeway. It was a horrible crash. I'll tell you about that. If, if you're new to Atlanta, you don't remember the Buff, Bluffton bus crash. It was a crazy situation. Your thoughts on this Acres Mill situation? The good news is no one else got hurt. That That is good news. Uh, the sad news, though, that Dennis Farb, I think he's 34 years old, leaves his fiance and uh, what would have been his 12-year-old stepdaughter behind. Your thoughts on this, uh, in, uh, just a crazy situation yesterday in Atlanta traffic. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. We will have some fun stuff to talk about, Longoria. Put a smile on your face. This is the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Yesterday's uh, 75 Acres Mill crash reminded me of the Bluffton bus crash, a lot less severe. If you weren't around in 07, March 2nd of 2007, a bus from Bluffton University, Bluffton College in Ohio, was carrying their baseball team heading down 75 south into Midtown. And the bus driver thought the HOV exit was still the HOV lane. And and literally, you know the exit right there, Longoria, so you're getting off the left. Yeah, yeah. And he f- was flying, going 70 miles an hour, and f- went off the exit over Northside Drive, crashed through what was just a small barrier back then, and then back onto the interstate. The bus was uh, holding, I think, like 35 people, seven bus, uh, seven kids on the bus were killed, another 29 injured. It was a crazy story. So when I heard the Acres Mill story yesterday, I'm thinking maybe, I mean, that, that's if you've not tri- driven the 75 express lanes, maybe the guy was confused, and all of a sudden he thought he was on the road, and the next thing you know, he's like, oh, no, maybe that's why he swerved. But didn't have time to stop. But that might be. That Bluffton bus crash, though, if you guys weren't here for this, it was insane. And I wasn't here for it. Wasn't it in, like, in the wee hours of the morning? Yeah. Like, it was dark. So it was a little before 5 a.m. Yeah. So I, I randomly just took it. It was a Tuesday morning. And I was like, for no reason, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take tomorrow off. I'm just going to take tomorrow off. I deserve it. So I took a random Tuesday off. And then this happens. And my phone's blowing up at, like, 
five forty-five, six in the morning, they're like, uh, "Your filling is not doing a good job. You got to get in here." <laughs> and I was like, "This is this is TV." I was like, "Okay." So I wasn't at my house. That well, I'll just leave it there. I was at someone else's <laughs> house, and I had no clothes. So I'm like, "All right, well, I got to get home and get clothes." And by that time, because seventy-five was shut down right there, it was I couldn't move. I went like fifteen. Um, uh, I went like three miles in like an hour and a half, and I called. I was like. I'm trying to get there, but there's, it's just never going to happen. It was such a, a horrific crash. And just, I mean, forever, one of the, uh, the the benchmarks of horrible Atlanta traffic stories was that Bluffton bus crash. That, to me, uh, that along with maybe a medical emergency might be the reasons for what we saw yesterday on 75. Again, uh, Dennis Farb was the victim, 34 years old. We'll come back. Your thoughts on this crazy traffic situation. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show, brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia. Hey, this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 639, 79 degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh, we bit 5.5 on The Mark Aram Show, back sweat meter, not bad today. We're talking about yesterday's horrible crash, 75 at Acres Mill Road. We had Christian Jennings on from Channel 2 Action News. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Dennis Farb, 34 years old, uh, 40, 34 years old perished in the crash trying to figure out what exactly happened maybe it was like the bluffton crash and he wasn't familiar with the area someone on uh, instagram at mark aaron by the way sent me a message maybe the his throttle his gas pedal was stuck that's happened to me before has that ever happened to you before longoria no no not not like that but yeah I mean, I've, been, I, I've seen it happen I, mean, I this old delivery band that i used to drive when i was delivering bread for the bakery that the pedal gets stuck and i'd have to take my left foot and put it underneath the pedal and pull up to, like, get it off the floor. That was a dangerous job. It was. For, for three bucks an hour and all the donuts oh, I could eat. That was that was not worth it. Uh, your thoughts on that. Here's the witness that uh, talked to Channel 2's Christian Jennings today that saw yesterday's crash. Something goes by us, and we look, and it was a, a truck driving, I'm guessing, between 70, 80 miles an hour. He, he was coming up the hill, and he came around us. He, the guy actually steered around us to keep from hitting us, and he was within about a foot of, of actually rear-ending us. 33 years old, by the way. I'm sorry. He's 33 years old. Uh, Dennis Favre, F-A-R-V-E, like Brett Favre. Uh, rest in peace. Your thoughts on this crazy situation? Kentucky Fried Lee joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Long time, my friend. How are you? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, first of all... Oh, we got your... Uh, wait, hold on, Kentucky. We got your music here. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, buddy. Go ahead, man. Fine, that's okay. First of all, while I have the chance, uh, Happy New Year very soon. Lashana Tova. Lashana Tova um, to you, my friend. Um, that's terrible what happened. Uh, and uh, someone made a comment, you know, it might have been mechanical failure. And that's true. But by the way, I was just a witness. Speaking of accidents, I was just a witness to that police chase, if you're interested. Sure. Doug Turnbull, you listening? Yes, sir. Go ahead, Lee. Okay, I'm sitting on Lawrenceville Highway going northbound. The light is red. I'm getting ready to turn left on Brockett. And I look in the corner of my eye, I see a burgundy vehicle flying up the southbound lane. He's going north on the southbound lane. And as soon as he, and, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going nowhere. And uh, he turns left in front of me, and it, this is just like what you see on cops on TV. Mm-hmm. He plows into a car that's going across on Brockett. That car goes into two other cars. 
This guy turns 90 degrees to the right, plows into a telephone pole, then all of a sudden I hear sirens coming up behind me. It must be about six or eight police cars. They're all slamming on their brakes. The intersection's blocked. They're jumping out with the, with guns drawn. You know, you know what so, you know uh, what happened, Lee? I ahead. know exactly what happened. So Popeye's announced they were discontinuing the uh, chicken sandwich, and that, oh, and that burgundy sedan was like, well, i got to get to the Popeye's on Brockett. Lee, good to hear you, my friend. Uh, Russ joins us in Atlanta. Russ, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, Mark, uh, I think that exit at uh, Acres Mill is confusing. I, I don't think I I've ever taken that. For, I'm sorry? I don't think I've ever taken that exit northbound. I haven't taken it, but I've, I've, uh, I've been up there and uh, looking for the HO, the uh, Beach Pass lane, which is comes up soon after that. Yes, yes. If he was looking for that by by any chance... He may have thought that's where he was. That's where he was, yeah. Um, um, I'm curious to see if there's... How long is that exit ramp that he went off, Russ? Is it short or is it long? It's not long. It's not long? It's fairly long, but if you're doing 70, 80 miles an hour... It's quick, yeah. Because it sounded state, like from that witness that we just heard from, he didn't... The, the, the guy in the truck, uh, Dennis Favre, didn't try to brake. He, he swerved to avoid a vehicle stop, but it didn't sound like he was trying to slow down at all. I, maybe uh, confusion. It's probably the like the like the Bluffton bus crash. You remember that? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's very similar. Yeah, I mean, if you're coming up on that hill, you can't really see over that hill one, until you get on top. You're, of it. You know what? I have taken that exit. You're exactly right. As soon right. as you get on it, you're at an intersection. I, it's kind yeah, of, I know exactly. It's confusing. I have taken that ramp. You're exactly right, Longoria. That's interesting. All right, 404-872-0750, wsb talk Traffic every six minutes. Here's Doug Turnbull. And we thank you, Travis Trooper, Kentucky Fried Lee. You just spoke to DeMar because he's the one to give his first alert of the end of that police chase there and the crash ensuing. In fact, it's uh, last check still half the eastern northbound lanes of Lawrenceville Highway blocked at Rocket Road there in Tucker. It was causing quite the jam, not just on 29, but also on the Vista Road as people use that as an alternate heading east into Tucker for 285. 285, the outer loop west and southbound through Sandy Springs it's about 30 minutes from where the delays begin west of Riverside Drive around to I-20, 285 west and south. The interloop 25 east and south of Decat, about 40 minutes to get through the backups from Dunwoody around toward Memorial Drive, exit 41, Mark. Kelly joins us in Marietta. Kelly, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. Yeah, I drive home uh, past that exit every day to get on the 75 North Express Lane. Okay. And, and like Russ said, right before the Acres Mill exit is a sign that says Express Lanes left half mile. And then like a quarter mile later... You see that Acres Mill ramp, and you could easily think, "All right, that's that's where the express lanes are." If you're not familiar or daydreaming or something, and you get on there, you yeah. see a car ahead of you, then you realize. Do second. you think? Do you think Kelly that uh, the the lane should be can be better marked, maybe to, to eliminate confusion? Is it? I mean, you do you drive yeah, there every day? I, when the express lanes first opened, and I I see that sign that says Express Lanes Half Mile, my first instinct when I see the next ramp is that's my. Exit, and then I notice it says Acres Mill, and, it's I, not, and I, so. by the way, I'm horrible at that. Do you guys use Waze at all? I, I mean, I, listen, I always have the Triple Team Traffic Alerts app open to get the the voice updates, but for navigation, I use Waze, and it will like it'll say take a left turn in a thousand feet. I have no distance. Yeah, I, I miss know. those turns. <laughs> All the damn time. I'm like, well, is that... Th- I'm trying to, like, think in football fields. Like, all right, is that three football fields? <laughs> yeah. Is that? 
I and I screw up. So maybe it was that, you know, because I've done that. I, listening to Waze, it's like, all right, take a left in 750 feet. I'm like, do an algebra. I'm like, all right, that's two and a half football <laughs> field. Yeah, by the time you but, get there, you've already passed yeah, it. Yeah, it's like uh, that's three 100-yard kickoff returns and a 37-yard <laughs> field goal. And, is that the, it's, I'm so bad at that that maybe that was the confusion. I'm not alone on that. No, no, yeah, you're not I, alone. I, you lose all sense of masculinity. I'm driving around with Maya, and she's like, you missed the turn. You missed the turn again. You missed the turn again. I'm like, oh, ways. You're killing me. <laughs> killing me. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. More of your calls on this uh, horrible crash yesterday, 75 at Acres Mill. Could it be confusion? Could it be the Bluffton bus crash part two? Your thoughts on that? What turned out to be a horrible story. 33-year-old Dennis Favre, rest in peace. This is the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750 on the Mark Aram Show discussing the uh, Acres Mill 75 crash yesterday. Remis- reminiscent to me of the horrible Bluffton bus crash back in March of 07 where that bus caromed off 75, the HOV exit, and then back onto the freeway killing, I think it was seven people. Uh, yesterday, only one died. His name was Dennis Favre, 33 years old, leaves behind a fiancé. Was it confusion like the bus crash? Medical emergency, equipment failure, too early to tell in the investigation. Gretchen joins us in Roswell. Gretchen, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Mark. I wanted to let you know that yesterday, uh, I'm sorry, yes, it was Monday, I was actually working at Cobb Galleria Center and was in one of the buildings, and we actually overlooked the whole scene of the accident. Oh, no kidding. saw everything after it occurred. What yeah. did you see from your vantage point? Are you high up? Well, yeah, we're on the 14th floor. Okay. And we were able to see that the truck was, you know, it basically nosedived and it was flattened. And you could see that the bed of the truck was standing straight up and all the emergency vehicles. Ugh. And then it became apparent after they were trying to work with the victim that he had not survived. Yeah. Well, there's one witness yesterday said he was driving by. He thought it was they were filming a movie. It was that dramatic. The the whole. It, it was. I mean, what all of us, basically what happened is our CEO's office had the view and he wasn't there, so we all went in there, and we're looking, and there were about five or six of us, and every one of us said, that is such a confusing ramp, mm. and we all said, it just seems like maybe that's what happened. Yeah, I, I, but what's surprising me is, that, you know, the, the HO, the express lane's been open for a while now. Have we seen other minor incidents on that, on that ramp? We're going to be in touch with the DOT and see what kind of numbers we can get from them. Bernadette's in Kennesaw. Bernadette, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mark. Um... I remember the Bluffton bus crash as well, and I'm not sure if you remember, but it wasn't very long after that crash that the state came back in and started putting the big patches for I-75 and I-85. Yep, absolutely right. And I'm thinking that the same thing happened with this guy. He either missed that patch or, again, was confused with the sign for the um, express lanes. And it's possible, and you know what, the cop uh, police are investigating this, and if they if they find that confusion is a cause, there there might be a, a reason for the DOT to do something like they did at 75 at Northside Drive. They changed that whole, and not only did they changed the, the signage there, Gretch, uh, Bernadette, but they also changed the other side of Northside Drive, so if that ever happens again, there's a bigger barrier there to prevent a vehicle from going over the, the uh, side road and back onto the interstate. Right. I really felt like the uh, State Department of Transportation was responsible. Well, for the we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Because as far as I know, we've we've not had anything like that before on that exit. But we didn't have anything before on that Northside Drive exit either. Aaron's in Lawrenceville. Aaron, welcome to the show. 
Hey, Mark, how you doing? Love the show. Thanks, brother. Hey, um, I was thinking I just want to make a point about the, the accident that kind of might contradict the, uh, the whole confusion thing. Um, it was brought up during that interview with his fiance that he had been, you know, chauffeuring her uncle around to the uh, dialysis center mm -hmm. often. Um, he should, you would think he would know the route. Oh, um, was he, oh, so you think he's familiar with the route? Interesting. I'm not sure what his uh, MO was that day, like what he was doing. Maybe he was stopping off to uh, do something else. That's an interesting thought, though. If he if he was doing that every day, he should know the route. All right, when we come back, we'll, we'll finish up on this topic. I got some more fun stuff to talk about. And would you rather? Hang tight. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No! the show and a good uh, Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. 7.07. Seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. My whole family here tonight. Deb Green doing the split shift like yours truly. She produces the show. The executive producer of the Mark Aram Show. Longoria, the executive engineer of the Mark Aram Show. And then there's Chuck. Low T screening your calls. Uh... In case you missed it, I need the breaking news sounder again, if you don't mind, Longoria. At the top of the show, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is no more. Where the infamous Popeye's chicken sandwich pulled off the menu due to over-demand. They promise it will be back. Uh, hold your breath, because if you hadn't had it, it's worth it. It is good. It is really good. I'm, I'm sad I only got that one time. Actually, I only had a third of one. Yeah, we only had a third of it. A th well, we have a third of two sandwiches. We right. had a third of the spicy and a third of the regular, but that was scrum diddly umptious. Real quick as a sidebar on this, and this I got this third hand, I guess second hand. We all know who Monica Pearson is, right? An mm -hmm. Atlanta legend. Mm -hmm. She went to go th this weekend to get the Popeye's chicken sandwich, and Monica Pearson, the icon, the legend, the face of Atlanta, was made to wait 50 minutes to get the sandwich. How do you let Monica Pearson wait 50 minutes to get anything in this town? It probably had nothing to do with her and everything to do with them. I know. I know and But listen, Monica's a nicer person than I am for sure. I but if I was Monica Pearson, I'm not waiting 50 minutes for the chicken sandwich. Yeah, you still pretend like you're in the news and you make a thing about it, right? She's like, I'm going to report about this. No, I just, say, I'm, line. I just say, I'm Monica Pearson, bring me a chicken sandwich. She's way too literally nice. literally didn't have any for her. That's probably the problem. But still, I mean, she's so recognizable. She's an icon. You bring one of those sandwiches out from behind the counter and you give it to her. <laughs> it's like when I go to Goldberg's. I don't wait in line at Goldberg's. I'm an icon. I'm a Jewish icon. They, they come out. Well, that's because you're there all that, the time. Well, usually they're like, well, that check you wrote us bounced there. <laughs> so we're not going to so, be able to see you today. So I don't know. I'll confirm with Monica tomorrow. But she she waited 50 minutes for the chicken sandwich. God bless. Uh, so we'll talk about that if you want. Deb Green pulled this story, and this really doesn't relate to any of us because I'm, I'm assuming the four of us are not online dating anymore. No. All right. So Deb Green got some stats from an online dating site called Bamboo. What is, what is Bamboo? I'm not familiar with that, Deb Green. Do you know what it is? No, it's one of the newer ones. I assume they're all swipe this way or that way. Yeah. But it's, it's one of the newer ones that are just competing with all the other ones. Okay, so Bamboo surveyed members to find the most attractive jobs for men and women. All right, so I, let me just say this first off. Men, 
We really don't care. No. I mean, it's a bonus if you've got a nice job. But I, I've asked out the Arby's drive through girl before. Like, I don't care what you do. If, if, if I'm attracted to you, yeah. we're, it's, uh, you know, I'll take a shot at that the title. That is true. Yes. So I'm just throwing that in. I, I really don't think it matters. Have you ever not dated a woman because of her job? No. Chuck? I've not dated a woman for other things, but yeah, not her job. not because of her job. The job is secondary. <laughs> yeah. You guys both. Secondary. It's not even yeah, on the yeah. list of things. Uh, exactly right. That being said, you both lucked out at women with oh, very good jobs. Yes. Yeah. Major breadwinners. So good for you that on that. Uh, but here's the list from Bamboo. Uh, for men looking for women. This is a pretty funny list, actually. So top five. I'm going to go five to number f- number one. Uh, the fifth most attractive job for men looking at women. Number five is teacher. There you go. Yeah. And Maya's a teacher. So, that, I yeah. mean, I think that's a noble profession. I love it. Uh, I'm good with that. That's number five. I get it. Number four, entrepreneur. That's too sketchy for me. <laughs> if I meet a girl, she's like, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, oh, what club do you work at? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. that's like a fake made up title. Um, what are right. you? Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. What was your What was your latest preneur then? Didn't you go out with the dominatrix? Well, that, I was going to say, that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. that, is, that is not on the list. But that was back in the late 90s and I was young and, uh, and yeah, no regrets. I want to hear those stories. No regrets. No regrets. Uh, number three. So this is. What men find attractive in women for professions. Number three, lawyer. I tap out and say, no way on that. Maybe too intimidating, right? They, I just would not want to, you know, couples fight. And you don't want your significant other to be a lawyer, lawyer. and kick your tail every time you that's have an she argument. Does for a living is Exactly fight. <laughs> right. So that's me. I, I, don't, I don't think I would date a female lawyer. Because you'll never win a fight if they're good. I mean, if they're a crappy lawyer, then go oh, ahead yeah, and date us. <laughs> yeah. But if they're a good lawyer... How many of you won? <laughs> forget about it. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a hell of a lawyer. You think her husband's ever won a fight? Never. <laughs> she wins every fight. Even with cancer. Good for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, by the way. Beating cancer again. All right, number two. This is one I could see. This might be my number one. Most attractive job for a woman from a male's perspective. A nurse. That's to yeah. me, Chuck. Why do you say? Why are you shaking your head, Chuck? Oh, they've worked terrible hours. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. That's, that's the reason. That's My sister-in-law is yeah, a nurse. She does twelve hours work, on, twelve hours yeah, off. It's work, awful. But that yeah. could be a, bo- a bonus, nah. depending on where you're on the relationship. Yeah. But here's why 12 I love. Hours I've never dated a nurse, and and I would love to. Here's why: a, I love scrubs. I think scrubs on a woman so attractive. Whatever it is. Plus, they know stuff. Let's go to different hospitals. They take care of. <laughs> they can take care of you. Imagine. <laughs> imagine if you're sick. And you know you just have the flu, and you've got a nurse take to take you think care of you. After taking care of other yeah. people, they're going to take, take care of you. It's absolutely. instinct. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's instinct. It is. It. I, I think so too. Taking your temperature, Chuck. <laughs> Come on now. I'm fine with that. Come on, yeah, I'm fine. But I just I think oh, nurse to me that was if you're a four and you're a nurse, you're a seven in my book. I I would just. And plus access to, to pills that you might need. Oh, geez, Louise. You know? I don't yeah. think that's how it works. Think how much you could save going to the doctor. Be like, what do I? what's the matter with me, baby? She's like, oh, you've got a cold or you've got... Uh, I don't know. To me, a nurse is number one. Number one on the list. You want to guess what the number one profession that men find attractive in women is? Uh, Longoria, we'll start with you. Number one. What list, for your vantage point, what do you think is the well, most... Me? I, well, I don't know. Um... This, I guarantee you will not, this is not the most attractive for you, but I, no. you want to take a guess what the rest of the people think? <sighs> Police officer. Ooh. Like somebody in uniform. Yeah, all right. Chuck, what is your guess? What is the most attractive pos- uh, profession for a female in, in a male's perspective? I don't know. Cheerleader? 
I really, I don't have any better guess. Than That's that. fantastic. Number one, believe it or not, hairdresser. Oh, okay. I can see. That. I guess so. They're kind of close to you. Yes, I mean. I've been attracted to a couple of my hairdressers. Yeah, for sure. Especially it's if they give you a nice little shampoo. Scalp rub yes, and shampoo and mm. I can. I see that. I don't think it's number That's one. Nice. I remember uh, I told this story when I was in college. Fine, I dated. So I was, you know, twenty. And my hairdresser was like 26, and she was super cute. And I, I took a shot and asked her out. And on the first date, we're at an Italian restaurant, and I look at the wine list. Do you remember this story? Yeah. I'm looking at the wine list. I'm like, do you guys, do you want to split a bottle of red? She's like, no, um, I'm actually an Alcoholics Anonymous. And dumb me's like, oh, okay, I'll just have a glass of the Merlot then. <laughs> like, what an idiot I am. Like, what well, she was so, she was way out of my, my league anyway. But uh, yeah, I could I could see that yeah. that uh, a hairdresser. You get an attraction to hairdressers. They touch you. Yeah. They have to be nice to you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a tough job. I, c- I couldn't be a hairdresser for this reason alone. I have a horrible memory. So the lady that cuts my hair, like I go every three weeks, which is pretty often. She remembers everything about my life. She's like, "Oh, how was your trip to Connecticut? How's Bosco's leg? How about Bosco?" I'm assuming, like, you have to know all this stuff about your clients. I would never. I wouldn't even remember their names. I've been cutting a guy's hair for three years. Oh, what was your name again? Fred? <laughs> I don't have the memory to be a hairdresser. Because in order to be good, you have to know everything about him. Right. She's like, so how's your cholesterol level? It was 107 last time you went. <laughs> like, this Tracy at Great Clips knows everything about me. I could not do it. All right, your thoughts on that. I'll give you the uh, the list of what women find attractive for professions and men in just a second. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Speaking of online dating, Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, Russ has already got a, 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 a hotel room full of ladies. But I think, Russ, you don't even need to online date anymore, right? I mean, you're just out living your, your best life in the real world. You don't even go online anymore, do you? Well, I got that girl. Remember that copper tone girl that I found online? She came back over the weekend, which was insane. What, ha- what happened She's to Christy yesterday? Oh, it was because with her now. Who? Oh, Christy. Uh, you know what? She went to bed. She said, I'm going to bed. I said, by herself. She goes, yeah. So we got Corrales. She's still with me. Corrales right next to me. She's my best. <laughs> and she doesn't Corrales care. She's good. Girl. She's good with all this. He says her yep. best girl. All right, Russ, you're a dating expert. Is there a profession that you find most attractive? If you're looking at a, dating a woman, is there a profession that well, she might do that you'd find very attractive? Well, obviously a masseuse would be Ooh. my first choice. I don't think I would like mm. to date a masseuse, you know? Just really? because knowing that she's going to work and, and uh, giving massages to other dudes, I don't think I'd be comfortable with that. Yeah, That's a very intimate thing. That's a... <laughs> Ask Robert Kraft. That's a very intimate uh, <laughs> process. Uh, so I don't think I would date a masseuse. Well, not for long. Maybe a little bit, but not seriously. Well, yeah. I was going to say a lawyer, too, because I could get free legal. Free legal but advice. if she divorced me, she would kill me. Chuck, you know? do, you, do you remember the scene uh, in Seinfeld where Chuck where, uh, Seinfeld's dating the masseuse and she won't give him a, a massage? Yes. Yeah, yeah she, she gives, gives everybody else Yeah, one, she gives one to Kramer. Yeah. yeah that, I could see that happening, too. Like... You say a nurse doesn't want to take care of you at home. The masseuse doesn't want to rub you at home either. Oh. Yeah, indeed. All right, Russ. Uh, what else you got, buddy? That's it. Well, um, I'm looking at a new car because my Cadillac won't start. Oh, no. We had to walk down the road because my, my caddy, it's, it's been acting up for a week now. It won't turn over. Where did, I don't know. Where did you have to work walk to? Um, we walked to, we just go with the family dollar and got her a bunch of munchies. <laughs> okay. Fair, fair enough. That's, that's where you get the, uh, chef boy RD and the, and the yoohoo. So 
That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, she got potato chips and candy bars and a Coke. You know what? Reach out to my buddies at Rocco's European Garage, uh, Russ. They could uh, they could take care of you. Rocco's European Garage. Tell them I sent you. Hey, I'll call them tomorrow. Yeah, man, do that. Serious. I do will. that. By the way, the official sponsor of Millennial Match Game now, Rocco's European Garage. Uh, let's go to the phones. Brett, uh, Bert, I'm sorry. Bert joins us on the program. Hello, Bert. Oh, Bert. Bert, hang on, hang on. We lost you for a second. Uh, we'll come back to you in just a second. Bob's in Tucker. Bob, welcome to the show. I think I missed the first hour of the show, but why in the world would Popeyes pull a chicken sandwich that was selling like hotcakes? Allegedly, they ran out of the chicken breasts. These were special chicken breasts from Tyson. I don't know if you had one. They were big. They were huge. They were juicy, and they sold out. They, the supplier ran out of the chicken breasts. I missed it. It, I was, it was like on my schedule, and then I hear that, that they're gone, and I'm yeah. like, ah. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, the Popeye's workers are like, thank the Lord. I mean, they've been busting. They get a break the, now. Yeah, they've been busting their hump like they never before. The good news, though, if you like, like, I like Popeye's regular fried chicken, and they got a, a shrimp basket. Um, like, they have good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're trying to sell it or something. No, I'm just saying. Like, I got it in the back of my car. Imagine if you want to just get a, shrimp. a bucket of chicken for your family, but you can't go to Popeye's for the last two weeks because the line's in, uh, you know, around the block. Now you can go with no wait. Someone posted on uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Bob. No, it's okay. Uh, to be clear, it, it is not the same as if you just got their chicken fingers and put them in a bun. No. Different. This is a, this is a huge, monstrous, juicy chicken breast. I dream about this chicken sandwich, and it's going to be gone for a while. I had something to mention about that. Oh, KFC. This is crazy. I'll tell you that when we come back. I got a crazy KFC story in Smyrna. And your thoughts on uh, attractive professions for the opposite sex. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Most attractive professions that you look for in a member of the opposite sex, or I guess the same sex, not discriminating here. Number one, men find hairdressers the most attractive. Your thoughts at 404-872-0750. Let's get Bert back on the uh, phone. How are you, Bert? Hey, Mark. Can you hear me? Yes, excellent now, buddy. Okay. Hey, love your show, love the gang. You guys keep me entertained on a long ride home. Question. The guy that called in earlier about the, uh, he sounded like a witness to the truck when he said the guy swerved around him and yeah. all that, and then all of a sudden the interview just stopped. Oh, that that was just a piece of audio that I got from Channel 2. They did the interview today, and I just pulled that piece of audio from the, the news report today. Oh, okay. So the full... The I was full anticipating cre- hearing something like, what did he see? <laughs> oh, okay. So the full report is on WSBTV.com uh, if you want to know exactly what's going on there. Uh, let me let me see if I can pull that audio up again. Uh, yeah, here's the witness. This is the audio piece that I played earlier. This is from Christian Jennings. Something goes by us, and we look, and it was a, a truck driving, I'm guessing between 70, 80 miles an hour. He, he was coming up the hill, and he came around us. He, the guy actually steered around us to keep from hitting us, and he was within about a foot of, of actually rear-ending us. And, and the rest of the story is he went around them and then just went through the barrier wall and back onto the freeway. But you can get Christian's whole report on WSBTV.com. When we come back, we're going to do Would You Rather, but it's now with little Sanjay. 
It's with little Randy. Randy's filling in for Sanju with Would You Rather. I'll tell you the top five possessions, uh, professions that women find attractive in men. And more of your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Don't forget, still time to register for free gas. Go to WSBRadio.com or register on the WSB Radio app. Another chance to win tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. This is Zoe Saldana, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two, ox and camel and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the bus, Jeff and him, tell him about the master play. Oh, my love. Welcome back to the show. Having fun on a Tuesday down to 77 degrees on Peachtree Street. What did I say long ago? 5.5 on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Uh, we're going to get to Would You Rather in just a second with not little Sanjay, but Randy from the digital desk. I want to finish up this list. So uh, Deb found this list from the dating site Bamboo. Randy, have you ever heard of the dating site Bamboo? Never heard of it. Me neither. I think this might be European, Deb. Anyway, Bamboo (laughs) recently surveyed its members to find the most attractive jobs for men and women. So if you're a woman, Deb Green... Or Randy. You are women, actually. I shouldn't say that. Uh, These are the top jobs that you look for in men, according to Bamboo Dating Site. Number five, artist. That's fine. Women find artists attractive. That's pretty vague, but yes. Like musicians, painters, um, people that stuff mule deers, like Chuck. He's an artist. Sure, a taxidermist. Yeah, a taxidermist. All right. Number four, marketing. That seems really broad and really weird. It does. It seems very safe. Yeah. Right, Randy? Definitely. Marketing is not safe. Yeah, marketing saves a little. Uh, number three, top jobs for men. This is what women find attractive. Entrepreneur. Another shady job. Like if a guy tells you he's an entrepreneur, Randy, that means he's he doesn't have a job, basically, right? <laughs> I, I dated mean, plenty of entrepreneurs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to know what your preneurs are. That's what you got to lay on the table. Yeah. Number two, engineer. That's, that's pretty hot. Well, that's because that's, is it hot though? I no, know it's safe. Not I know it's a safe job. I mean, engineers make money, but that turns you on an engineer? I guess. Number Randy? two. Nerd alert. No. <laughs> no, not. Uh, Depends no. on what kind of engineer. Here's number one. I believe this is this to be true. So the number one profession that men can have that women find sexy, chef. Ah. Right? Yeah. I like you a get man Get home, cook. home-cooked meal, breakfast in bed, a little brunch on the patio. Uh, again, the top five uh, for women that men find attractive. Again, number one, hairdresser. Number two, nurse. Number three, lawyer. Number four, entrepreneur. Again, and number five, teacher. So those are the uh, attractive jobs. Uh, Alan, our buddy from upstairs, joins us. What's going on, Big Al? Hey, Mark. Uh, how you doing? Excellent. You were talking about Kentucky Fried Chicken in Smyrna. I happened to drive by that, and there was a crazy line out there. What was going on? All right, so I'm glad you reminded me, Alan. So KFC announced today, Deb Green, that they're doing meatless chicken, meatless fried oh, chicken. Yeah, I saw that. So they did a pop-up store in Smyrna, and the, there was literally hundreds of people online to try this meatless fried chicken. And the only reason I could think that people would wait is it was free. Like, they were giving it away free. Even then, I can't imagine hundreds of people would wait to try meatless fried chicken. That seems really weird to me. Well, you've been yeah, to- well, I I tried to go to and Popeyes, and it was the same thing. It was, I mean, it was backed into the streets, wrapped around the stores. I yeah. thought I never got my well, fried chicken. Well, now you can go to Popeyes tonight because they took the chicken sandwich off the menu, so it should be cop. Yeah, you were going to say, Deb, I, I tried the meatless burgers, and you said they were pretty good. So maybe people are trying to get on the chicken before it 
gets discontinued. I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm all for trying the, the meatless options, but I would not wait in line for anything. I wouldn't I wouldn't wait in line for the impossible burger. Where I'm impossible whopper? No. Impossible Impossible. Yeah, impossible whopper. Impossible whopper. What was I calling it yesterday? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had the wrong name for you it yesterday. Remember, yeah. Or the meatless fried chicken. I'm not waiting in line for that. I mean, I'll eat them. What about slutty vegan? I want it, but I'm not waiting in line. I'm not a line guy. I've been trying to get them to respond to emails. Yeah, yeah. understand. I've got a cell phone number for <laughs> okay. you. All right, let's do Would You Rather. It's time now for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He's currently at the Atlanta United game, not doing his job. That's Little Sanjay. That's right. We got a little Randy in studio. He's going to take over for Little Sanjay. Ask us Would You Rather questions. We're going to answer them in studio. Please feel free to play along in your car. Thanks for doing this, by the way, Randy. We appreciate Anytime, you stepping up. Uh, so just for the record, uh, if these questions stink, it's not on Randy's shoulders. These are Sanjay's questions. She's just delivering them in Sanjay's fashion. And you're both the same height, so it actually works out. Uh, Sanjay's that short? He's that short. But I promise not to make fun of him. So Sorry, we love you, Sanjay. He's a hell of an entre- entrepreneur. Um, what, is the first, what is the first question, Randy? All right, the first question for would you rather. So would you rather go full vegetarian or full non-vegetarian for the rest of your life, but all your food is free or continue your current diet while paying for your food. Give me the first part of that question again. Right. You know, I'm just reading what I got Understood. here. <laughs> full vegetarian or full non-vegetarian, either one, for the rest of your life, but all your food is free. Or continue your current diet while paying for your food. <sighs> so full vegetarian means no meat. Correct. But full Non-vegetarian means no vegetables, right? right? So all meat, like keto. Yes. Well, keto, you can eat vegetables, can't you? You just can't oh. eat breads and grains and well, stuff. What was the one where you can, Atkins, where you just eat meat? Yeah, you can eat vegetables on that, too. Oh. Um, <laughs> the Andrew Longoria diet, where yeah. all you eat is meat. Free food is good, though. I'm, by the way, I'm still kicking myself for not getting that pasta pass from Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be the biggest regret of my life that I did for $500. Big, that, is, that is your biggest it's regret. It's my biggest regret of my life. For $500, I could have fed myself for the rest of my life. I'm killing myself that I didn't get that thing. Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my current diet while paying for food because I don't want either of those. Even though free food is awesome, I don't want to be strictly vegetarian or strictly non-vegetarian. I like to mm. mix it up. I guess I'll do free food. I don't care. It's Which food. would you pick, though? You have to pick all veggies or all meat? I could be all vegetarian. All right, so you'll do all vegetarian. As long as it's free. Chuck, what are you doing, buddy? (laughs) All meat, man. Free all meat. Yeah. Yeah. Free free all meat. Yeah. Easy. I wonder if that is... Rain, does that mean we have pasta or just meat? It's just meat. It's just meat. See, that's the thing. You just have to eat meat. That's fine. It's fine. Really? Yeah, I really yeah. don't know. That means no enchiladas, Longoria. You, did you put meat in enchiladas? Right. You can't have the you corn. Can't have the, you can't have, you can't the have any of the other stuff. It's oh. just meat. Yeah, that part. It's like beef jerky. Elder. So everything you put in your body is meat. Yeah, I guess so. There's lots of different kinds of meat, man. That's true. <laughs> There's lots of different kinds of meat. <laughs> man. You can't have a sandwich. I don't eat sandwiches anyway. <laughs> well, you can have a, a breadless sandwich. Yes, with meat. That's, yeah, that's, that's called meat. That's not a sandwich. <laughs> right. Well, I'm fine eating steak. You can keep trying, but you're not going to sell I know. I'm looking at Longoria now. You're, I get your answer. <laughs> I get the bison steak for free every day. No rice and beans. Oh. No frijoles. No, no uh, arroz con pollo. <laughs> No, no cascojones. <laughs> the pollo part. <laughs> All right. Interesting. I don't know. I just, I need other stuff. I need pasta. I need noodles. I need rice. I need, 
Uh, yeah. Starch. That was a good question, though. And good job, Sanjay. All right, next question. All right, the next one. So, would you guys rather get a paper cut from everything you touch, ouch, or bite your tongue every time you eat? Oh I can gosh. avoid touching things more than I can avoid eating, right? I'm assuming only paper products give me a paper cut, right? What? Listen, all these I'm, caveat to these questions, <laughs> sir, I don't know. <laughs> like, if I touch this microphone, it's metal. I'm not getting a paper cut that. just paper. Everything that you touch. Everything. So you touch, you're going to the touch. feeling of a paper. It's going to have that same feeling of a paper cut if you touch your mic. So I touch Willie and I get a paper cut. Yes, yeah. unfortunately. Well, that changes things. <laughs> <laughs> um, biting your tongue while you eat, it's, though, is oh, so bad. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go paper cuts and yeah. like just try not to touch anything. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? Like Chuck, gloves. when Chuck had poison ivy and he had to yeah. go potty, his mom came and... Yeah. <laughs> well, you can ask Chuck's mom to come help yeah. you go to the restroom now. <laughs> uh, all right, no, no, no biting my tongue while I'm eating. I mean, I feel like I don't eat that much, so I can bite my tongue. All right, bite <laughs> <laughs> It only happened once a day. Yeah, That's once true. a day. That's it. Uh, low T, what are you picking? I, I take the paper cuts. I hate biting my Yeah, tongue. it's awful. It stays with you forever. Paper yeah. cuts suck, though. I, yeah, I will give you do, that. But I'd much rather. But I'll deal with it. Yeah, Paper cuts. All right. Paper cuts. Next question, uh, little Randy. All righty, guys. Would you rather have a great boss but crappy coworkers, or would you have a crappy boss with great coworkers? So I could have my current situation: a great <laughs> boss and crappy workers, <laughs> or have a crappy boss and great coworkers. Yes. <sighs> That's tough. Um, I would hate to have crappy coworkers. That would suck. Give me a bad boss and good coworkers. Mm, yeah, I've I've worked with some really really yeah. bad shows. Um, yeah, I'll I'll have better coworkers. Better coworkers, bad boss. Chuck, yeah. bad boss, Same. good coworkers. Yeah, I'd yeah. much rather have better coworkers. We currently have the best of both worlds. We truly, do. with we a few do. random exceptions of coworkers, we yeah. got the best <laughs> boss true. and really good coworkers for the yeah. most part. Um, we are blessed in that fact. Uh, Longoria. Uh, good coworkers. You're probably around them more than you are your uh, boss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. if yeah. you're around your boss more, right. you're either <laughs> a brown you're noser or you're in trouble. Right. Right. So I would think coworkers would be better. Now. So the problem is I've got, I literally have like nine bosses right now. Yeah. Because I consider anyone that can fire me a boss. Exactly. Like, to me, that's a boss. Everybody's that's a great So I've got, I've got the news director. I've got the program director. I've got the assistant program director, all in radio. Then I've got TV bosses, mm -hmm. you know, and all these people can fire me. And it's so nerve wracking. Like some of them get it. Like Chris Egan gets it. He's he's another guy that can fire me. He'll send me an email like, "Hey kid, come see me in your office when you get a chance." Oh, it's such a nerve wracking email when I get that. But he'll he'll put the thing. Don't worry, it's nothing big. You know, <laughs> other bosses are like, "I need to see you in my office now," and it's like, oh, like, you know, your stomach's like blah blah blah. So bosses out there, if if you if it's not important, if it's just something minor, throw that in the tagline of the email. Nothing big. Just come come see me when you get you know. Cause you, don't you hate getting those yes, emails? Yes, I do. Like, come see me as soon as you get to work. It's like, oh damn! And then I gotta change what I'm gonna wear. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look more appropriate. Yes. All right, uh, next question, uh, little Randy. All righty, guys. So, would you rather have the face of a child but with an adult body, or an adult face with the body of a child? How old of a child, Randy? Um, let's go with a twelve. <laughs> a twelve-year-old, prepubescent Chuck. I can have prepubescent Chuck's body. <laughs> With my face. Oh, my God. <laughs> or a, that sounds horrible. Or a 12-year-old face with Longoria's body. <laughs> uh, do you, have you seen that 
like that's an actual thing where people's their faces stay looking young. It's called Botox. No, no, like <laughs> that that does not work. By the way, no, it doesn't. But you know, uh, there's there's this uh, Hispanic guy. I think he's from Mexico. He's he's an Instagram superstar, but he he's 35 years old and he looks like he's nine. And it's so funny, like he goes into like try to buy beer, and they, card and they card him, him all the time. So, so there's it's actually like a thing, a syndrome. Um, oh wow, this is uh, I'm gonna pass on this one. I gotta think about this some more, Deb. You gonna wow, do? Wow, you never pass. I know this is this is in, this is intriguing to me. Do you want the body of a, an adult and the face of a child, or vice versa? I don't really have a good body either way. Um... I'll take a young face and just slather more For makeup For the record, on. it doesn't have to be Longoria's body. I was just saying an adult <laughs> it body. It doesn't have to be mine. Okay. okay. So what are you doing? I'll take a young face and just slather on a bunch of makeup. Bunch of makeup. Yeah. Chuck, what are you doing? I, this seems like six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess I'd take an adult body and a kid's face. A kid's face? I don't know. I don't see the advantage to either. No, there's no advantage. There's no advantage. This one I really... This is the worst of two. a coin flip. Yeah. I guess an adult body... I think I can do more with an adult body than I could a kid's body. Yes. That's true. So I'd rather We're have waiting a- for you still to do something with an adult body. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's wow. the two kids with this adult body. If you have a kid's body, you're, you're, you could heal faster and you could probably eat more. Uh, yes. Yeah. So here's the reason. Yeah, All right, I'm, I'm glad I passed on this because I had a little, I had a, like 90 extra seconds to think about it. I'm going to go adult face and kid's body because I think, imagine being my height and having a 12 year old face. Like I think that would be a, like a freaky thing, and people would be, be like, weird. people would be pointing at me. What the hell's up with that guy? <laughs> like you know, you why is that twelve year old telling us about traffic? Yeah, well, like, well, that's the other thing. <laughs> if I have my face in a twelve year old body, like they can zoom in on me in TV, and you only see my body. You just say, oh, there's Aram's normal sure. ugly face. But if I had the baby face, you'd be like, what is going on? <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that one. All right, last question, uh, Randy. Um, I decided to switch out Sanjay's and do my own. Okay. So, would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? Wow. <laughs> that is better than Sanjay's question. <laughs> <laughs> lose the ability to lie. I can't lie. Like, liar, liar, Jim Carrey. Can't yes, do it. Yes, you can't. Underrated movie, by the way. Yeah, it is. Or, I believe everything I'm told. Yes. Wow. That's a crappy <laughs> life either way. Did you see, uh, what was that Ricky Gervais movie? <laughs> Did you see the Ricky Gervais no. movie where no one can lie? I vaguely remember seeing it. And then all of a sudden it. he gets like this ability to lie to people and everyone believes everything he says. Oh, no. Because there's no, there's never been, the invention of lying, that's what it was called. And the whole world has never lied. And then Ricky Gervais can lie and people, no matter yeah, they believe what he says. Yeah. So I'm just stalling. Um, <laughs> I will lose the ability to lie. I'll live an honest life. I'm a really good liar, so I'll just believe what people, people say. It's fine. Ignorance right. is bliss. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I can't lose the ability to lie. No. No. No, I'll, I'll just believe what Believe what everyone yeah. tells you. But that's so anti-Chuck. You never believe what people tell you. <laughs> well, like, that's a whole change personality your, change, change for you. <laughs> I'll believe what people tell me. All right. Uh, Randy, great job. Kids. Filling in for Sanjay, who is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Check him out on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting. When we come back, do I got tickets to give away? Anything Anything going on? Yeah, you have a pair of tickets. Or do you need them for something else? Oh, I need them for something else. Okay. Dag now. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. All right, uh, thanks to Christian Jennings from Channel 2 Action News for joining us, uh, giving us the update on that Acres Mill crash. I, as the traffic guy, I'm going to follow this uh, s- this story 
and bring you updates uh, as we go. And thanks again for Randy for filling in for uh, little Sanji. What do we got tomorrow on the show? Executive producer Deb Green. I believe we're playing Millennial Match Game. Yes. We've got one of the doctrinaires coming in for that. Uh, skinny Jean doctrinaire, yes. I've been told. Yes. yes. A very excited Skinny Jean doctrinaire is coming in tomorrow for Millennial Match Game. And we'll have uh, Johnny Kielbasa with a fast food review. Johnny Kielbasa is the busiest man in, in show business right now. So much fast food news. I know. He's got to hire assistants. <laughs> he's going to hire, he's going to bring Alewine on staff. That'd be a good assistant. That would be a good assistant. All right, let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? It's either me or Christian Jennings, Longoria. You pick. You. Really? All right, Christian Jennings gets it. I thought I was going to do a little reverse psychology, but you outsmarted me. Christian Jennings from Channel 2 is, because uh, she like literally called us right after she did her TV hit. So good job from uh, Christian. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. No other loving baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.